Сегодня мы начинаем тему, которая будет посвящена Святому Духу. Не то, что мы берем какое-то время Святой Дух это то, что всегда с нами. Это то, в чем мы всегда нуждаемся. Но мы знаем также, что после того, как Иисус Он was lifted up from this earth he said to his disciples do not leave Jerusalem but wait for the promised one after his resurrection and prior to the descending of the Holy Spirit 50 days took place and the Holy Spirit came down. We're going to celebrate the coming of the Holy Spirit on June 9th. This is going to be a celebration service. But I don't want us to make everything just a celebration just something we counted out that after Passover 50 days later and then we have to celebrate that this isn't just a date in the calendar this is an event that shook this world the Holy Spirit came down you know Christianity without the Holy Spirit is a religion there's no life there there's no movement there. Today so many things take place and they went just down on that path where there's no more life of God. It's just an interest. It's just an idea that attracted people. People just name themselves Christians but they live a selfish life. You know Christianity is directly dealing with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit who came he put us into the body of Christ we are alive because we're in his body we're not just on our own we're not just a denomination we're not just people that gather on Sundays we're Christians that are submerged in his body that live in Jesus and all that is thanks to the Holy Spirit we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 that by his spirit we're baptized into his body when Jesus spoke about the Holy Spirit he didn't just say for us to know he said that when he comes he's not going to be somewhere near you he's not going to be a spectator for our life he said that you will be enveloped by him in another place he says that you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you but he also spoke about him as an identity he said this is the spirit of truth who's going to teach you let's read the scripture this is John 16 we're going to read from verse 7 to 15 nevertheless I tell you the truth it is your advantage that I go away for if I do not go away the helper will not come to you but if I depart I will send him to you and when he has come he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they do not believe in me of righteousness because I go to my father and you see me no more of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged I still have many things to say to you but you cannot bear them now However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. Many Christians want to know power because they bind that that the Holy Spirit is power and that's true but when they emphasize power in some way we fall under a deception because we want the, uh, the showing of his power the showing of his authority 
but his power without this identity is a extreme it's when we want some special feeling and we accept the Holy Spirit as a feeling we start to receive him as a manifestation of some sort but here Jesus emphasized that when he comes he says it's better for him to come because he's going to accomplish certain things in your life he's going to tell you more about me everything I've told you you're not able to bear all that but when he comes he's going to make this word alive he's going to make it real it's going to be practical in your life you're not going to be limited to receive that word see the Bible without the Holy Spirit it's just letters it's just uh, written words but when that letter with the Holy Spirit something comes alive it's not just words coming alive Jesus becomes a reality because he put himself into that word that's why he said that when he comes he will take of mine he will make this word alive for you it's going to become a reality in your life it's not going to be empty sounds this word starts to work in other words Jesus will be in action Jesus in my life the Holy Spirit accomplishes this he says he will reveal me to you the Holy Spirit doesn't come just to demonstrate something. He comes to give us revelation. Who is Jesus in our life? That's why he said that this will take place with us. We're going to have this, this knowledge, this closeness with him. This is only through this identity, the Holy Spirit. When we're talking about this identity today, we understand that the Holy Spirit has come into our life. Some Christians receive this as just speaking in tongues. You know the Holy Spirit is speaking in tongues, but it doesn't just stop there. Yes, when we're baptized, we believe in that that when the Holy Spirit comes when we're baptized we speak in other tongues and for Christians this is important we're a church that prays in tongues and we're not ashamed of that we don't apologize for the gospel in some denominations they stop praying in tongues because somebody doesn't understand that somebody doesn't feel too comfortable we're not doing diplomacy here to somehow uh, please everybody Jesus said you will speak in new tongues when the Holy Spirit came upon the apostles it said that they started to speak in new tongues and we know that the baptism of the Holy Spirit it is, it is uh, accompanied by speaking in new tongues but if we just stop there we miss the most important thing the Holy Spirit is not just new tongues he gives life he reveals Jesus he makes this word alive we become alive you know the body without the spirit is dead the identity is only there when the spirit is present you see a person that dies he stops to be an identity because he no longer thinks he no longer makes decisions it's just a body but the Holy Spirit in our life is an identity that acts 
Today I want to talk about the fact that we're not just simply baptized by him. We're not just waiting for a specific day to celebrate this, that he came onto this earth, that he baptized the apostles and many disciples. But it means something for us today. Yes, I believe that the Holy Spirit demonstrates power. He's revealed in magnificence. But Jesus said, when he comes, he will do something in your life. We will be transformed. We will become different. I don't believe in a Christianity that's not separated from the world. You can hear today that you have to be closer to the world to tell them about Jesus. Jesus has sent us into the world but he said that this world's evil and he also said that in this world we will have difficulties we will have persecution but he encouraged us and said be strong I have overcome the world he said when you receive power you're going to become witnesses to me and he speaks about his gospel being spread thanks to the power of the Holy Spirit the power in our lives in Jerusalem, in Judea in Samaria and to the ends of the earth this is what's going to take place but in this world we're foreigners everything God has done that after salvation we would remain on this earth still it is for us to catch others out of this world to take people out for God's kingdom Holy means to be separated. The Holy Spirit came into our life for us to be holy, for us to resemble Jesus. We are separated, separated for God with one goal in mind, to influence this world. We don't influence the world by the tools of the world, by the methods that this world uses. Today you can here for the world to listen to you you have to be popular in this world you have to be famous you have to achieve certain things in the world to have influence in the world beloved the Holy Spirit came upon the apostles and he transformed them these were simple men they were fishermen they didn't have any popularity but the power of God transformed something in their life and their word that they started to preach started to have authority started to have influence and that day when the Holy Spirit came down this became known to all of Jerusalem people came from all different places and they heard that something's taking place they gathered around that upper room and a simple man of whom the scripture tells us he wasn't educated this was Peter he lifted up his voice and said they're not drunk like you think because it is the third hour but this is what the prophet Joel said and he started to recite that God will pour out from his spirit upon all flesh and when he spoke suddenly people start to be convicted in their hearts suddenly they start to say what do we do to be saved these were all godly people they came to worship in Jerusalem but something started to take place the reason is what took place with them the Holy Spirit started to touch them his presence what Jesus foretold he said he will convict the world of sin that's the influence not popularity or fame in this world but the presence of the Holy Spirit in our life when Peter started to speak 3,000 believed the Holy Spirit separated us for God so that not by our strength 
not by our own abilities but by his power by his magnificence we would influence those who are lost today who are in the pits of hell for them to see the light and for them to be attracted to God the Holy Spirit is in our life we can be unnoticed but when the Holy Spirit comes upon us people notice they react something is different about these people they're not like everyone else today you can hear in Christianity we need certain methods how to reach this world and they work out a methodology just based on the world wisdom I'm not against different sports centers different hobbies and things like that but you can only attract people by this for a temporary time but when the Holy Spirit comes He doesn't attract these people in our community He touches these people for them to be in God's kingdom his goal is to draw these people in for them to be in God's kingdom today there are so many churches in this world that are attracting people with different methods for them to be in their surroundings today people brag our church is growing we've opened up another method we're working over another method as well we have certain plans of what we're going to accomplish all that is okay but if the Holy Spirit is absent there one day this will end or at least people will just end up in that society they will be attracted by some kind of idea but when the Holy Spirit comes he doesn't just draw you into a society that yes there are local churches that minister on this earth at certain places through which the Holy Spirit touches people to draw them into his kingdom into the kingdom of the living God the Holy Spirit has come for us to become witnesses not of our church not of our denomination not of some kind of country we are witnesses of Jesus because the Holy Spirit transforms us into this identity into our Lord Jesus Christ and we become his witnesses we're not witnesses of a Russian church we're not witnesses of an American church we're not witnesses of a country we are witnesses of God's kingdom we're witnesses of Jesus Christ because the Holy Spirit came upon our life and he has made us these witnesses hallelujah praise God this is very important to understand in Christianity today the separation the Holy Spirit He came into our life without Him we were not able to be born from above He worked with this when He took the Word and He brought it to life for us how many Christians today they know the word they can proclaim it a situation arises they find the scripture in the Bible what does the Bible say about this this and they start to proclaim it and they see no results how many Christians think that faith is just the knowledge of certain scriptures. Dear people, faith is a living word that becomes a part of my life. And the only one that can do this is the Holy Spirit. The word without spirit is just a letter. It can be beautiful it can even be pleasant it can be strict but it's just a letter 
But when the Holy Spirit touches that letter and it comes alive for me, it's not no longer just a letter. It's no longer just a word. This is Jesus Christ whom I come to know through the word. He becomes a revelation. And this very Jesus that lives in me, he's not just revealed by himself. Jesus said that the Holy Spirit will accomplish this. That's why the disciples, when Jesus was lifted up, they came off the Mount of Olives. And it says they were rejoicing. Great joy was upon them. Humanly speaking, you can say, why are you happy? Jesus, your teacher, he just left this world. But they were rejoicing because they knew that the fact that he left this world things aren't stopping there. He promised that another will come who will not just come into their life but who will reveal Jesus to them. Such a Jesus whom they have not known on earth yet. And the Holy Spirit will do this. His calling is to reveal this identity of Jesus Christ for us to say together with Paul for us to come to know him and the power of his resurrection and to reach him the way he reached us. That's what Paul writes in 2 Corinthians in chapter 4 he says and we having the same spirit of faith you know everything that's in scripture talks about life talks about action behind that stands the Holy Spirit this isn't just a word of faith this is the spirit of faith this is action this is not just to convince ourselves oh I convince myself that this word is right it deals with my situation no the Holy Spirit he makes this word that I've noticed it becomes a reality in my life how many Christians today they study the scriptures to look better than someone else I'm a doctor in theology I finished this and this theological institute praise God for all theological uh, educational systems but you can graduate all of them and find no action that's just going to be pride because I know much I'll exalt myself over somebody else you know, knowledge actually burdens. And some people, they study the scriptures to exalt themselves above somebody else. Somebody studies the scriptures to argue with somebody, to debate and prove something. Some study to participate in some kind of debate and when he uh, is, has the opportunity he looks good the Holy Spirit did not come for that purpose he came that through that word to reveal Jesus to us that we would be witnesses of Jesus on this earth that the kingdom of God would be spread so many people who are in the darkness Today, who have no hope at all who are lost in this world that the Holy Spirit would touch them through this testimony you see in our lives if we're not witnesses of Jesus we're just going to have a dead word we're going to have dead relationships just on words in the last days we see this wave that imitates the Holy Spirit. I am for us experiencing real relationships. For us to experience what God gives us. But you know the Holy Spirit it's not just feelings. It is revelation. 
faith is not feelings. Feelings can follow us, but that's not our foundation of our faith. The foundation of faith is the revelation of God's Word. It's the Word that comes alive with the Holy Spirit that becomes a reality in my life. And when we stand on that Word, then we stand on that rock on Jesus Christ then we're unshakable but when it's just emotions today you can hear what do you feel right now you know yeah we can share our feelings but feelings are not always the Holy Spirit There are people today that receive feelings as the Holy Spirit. Yes, we do sense Him. But the emotion of our soul senses Him. When the Holy Spirit touches us, we can't not react. But that's not the foundation of our faith. Because in the morning, I might experience this, but in the evening, I might no longer sense that. But that doesn't mean that the Holy Spirit left me. You see, people who do not have a foundation, who do not have a revelation of God's Word, they live by these waves. When they sense the spirit, the presence of God, oh, God is with me. That means everything's okay. That means he hasn't left me. That means he still has mercy upon me. That means I'm still alive. But then something takes place during the day. And to the evening, he's so depressed. And people feel, oh, man, the Holy Spirit probably left me. I must have done something wrong. Oh, God probably doesn't want to have a relationship with me anymore. I'm probably bad in his eyes. And so many Christians live in depression, in disappointment, just because they live by their feelings. But when you have a revelation of God's word, yes, I can sense him in feelings. I can float on the clouds. I can rejoice. But when that isn't there, I'm still firm in my foundation. I don't doubt that my sins are forgiven, that the blood was shed for me, that I'm washed by this blood. Why do I not doubt? Because I have a revelation through the Holy Spirit. That's what His Word says. If I confess my sin, then He, being faithful and righteous, will forgive all my sins. Why do I think that. Why do I believe that? Because this word came to life in my life. And I no longer need the sensation to have proof of that. I have a revelation that I'm forgiven. My name is written in the book of life. And no attitude can change this any longer. I firmly stand on that. You know, feelings I've experienced so many of them in my life and it was the Holy Spirit when we experience this it's needed our soul reacts to that but this never becomes the foundation I remember a young person saying who experienced God's presence in his life he had this in the emotional realm he shared about these things he said if I stop feeling this I'm going to stop believing in God dear people that, that's very dangerous the Holy Spirit does not provide sensations for the, for the purpose of us then being disappointed he gives us revelation who Jesus is in our life and when we're strengthened in Jesus you know I can have these emotional experiences I can have these sensations but this is not proof that God is with me God is with me 
with me because I have the same spirit of faith and I believe and therefore I spoke. I believe in the heart for righteousness but I confess with the mouth to salvation. That's the foundation of our life. That's what God does in our, that's what the Holy Spirit does in our lives. How many people pray in tongues but they're disappointed in their life this doesn't mean you should stop praying in tongues but what it's saying is that their focus was shifted and certain Christians understand that the Holy Spirit is just speaking in tongues but that's a mistake the Holy Spirit is an identity he's power but he's an identity yes the Holy Spirit is the revelation he brings the word to life but he's an identity yes the Holy Spirit is the new tongues but he's an identity and we must set our focus on the relationship with the Holy Spirit when we go down this path in life the devil knows that if we hold on to the revelation we're going to be strong why can the weak say that they're strong not because he convinced himself that's what the scriptures say the weak shall say that he's strong oh I'm so weak but I'm going to start to confess this it's not going to work what works is when the revelation comes that yeah I am weak yeah I'm not capable of many things but I have something what is in my spirit what is unlimited what is impossible to hold back it's the power and because of that independent of what I feel independent of what I sense I have a revelation independent of the feelings of me being weak I have a revelation who I am in Christ Jesus and his word says that in Christ I have power that's why I'm strong it doesn't say that some feel and they will overcome no it says he who was born will overcome the world but who is the one that's born except the one that believes faith not feeling but faith where does this faith come from it's not from conviction but from the revelation of what Jesus has done for me and I believe now not because someone convinced me through uh, practice that Jesus is Lord the Holy Spirit gave me a revelation and now I don't care what atheists say I believe that Jesus is my Lord who overcomes this world he who believes that Jesus is Lord that's my foundation that's why the weak can say that they're strong because the Holy Spirit is there hallelujah we meet different difficulties in my life there was a moment when I was called into the army this was still the Soviet army this was during the communist days where atheism was in the, all of the propaganda from the very beginning they were propagating uh, atheism and when I repented I was 16 years old I was given the scriptures this was illegal because it was printed in Finland and, and it was uh, brought into the Soviet Union illegally there were people who risked their lives they would bring the scriptures into the country and I was given the scripture I read it I remember like today when I would read the scriptures I didn't understand anything I remember reading multiple chapters 
and thinking, what am I even reading? I don't even remember what took place in the last chapter. But this thirst to read it, I just continued to read. I don't remember how many times I read it through. But I know that in a short period of time, I read it many, many times. And when I was called into the army, I stood there in the rows and I had the Bible hidden in my inner pocket and they would search us and they felt it on me when they took it out they said you can't have this this is forbidden literature in our country and they took it away right in front of me and they threw it out into the trash I stood there crying how could the, the word of God be tossed into the trash I ended up in the army serving in Siberia where there were no Christians around I had nobody to share with all I could do was I would walk I would go into the tundra and I would pray there and suddenly in one instant when I didn't have the word of God with me scriptures started coming to mind and I realized that these aren't just thoughts these are scriptures coming from the Bible I took a notebook and started writing things down I wrote down the, the full notebook then I took another notebook in a year I was passed another Bible and when I started reading it I saw that what I wrote in my notebooks were full chapters out of the Bible this word that would come up it would strengthen me it allowed me to overcome difficulties I started thinking how is that even possible but it turns out when we read our mind may not even be capable to bear all that but the word goes into our subconscious and the Holy Spirit Spirit knows the time when it needs to come alive and take it out of there. Our subconscious is the area of our spirit. That's why, even if you don't understand, continue to read the scriptures. Only the Holy Spirit knows when he needs to bring it up to life in your life in a difficult moment when you might be going through a difficulty. This word will become a reality. I remember in difficult moments when my brother died in Russia and I went through an accident and thoughts started to haunt me that you also will die. And there are difficult, different difficulties and fear started to come and the attacks of the devil started to come. I didn't know what to do. I had such a feeling as if God wasn't listening to me. I'm not going to go into detail, but I'll tell you one instant. I read the scripture, this scripture many times. And once at night, I was just flipping through the pages of the Bible. My thoughts were, were scrambled somewhere far away. But suddenly a word, one spot of the scripture, it, it was highlighted for me. It is in Zechariah where it says, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Who are you, mountain standing before Zerubbabel? You're a valley. And I returned back to that scripture and I read it again. And the peace of God filled my heart. I went to sleep in peace. You know, the circumstances actually didn't change. In the morning, when I felt that same feeling, that demonic presence, their influence, I had no more fear. But I had a revelation. And I was able to say that morning, devil, even if the problems multiply a thousand times I'm not afraid of you because I have a word that has been revealed 
That's why. Not by might, nor by power. But by the Spirit, says the Lord. Right now I'm telling you, devil, get out of my house. I didn't care about my feelings. But I knew the power that was in me. It was a power that I didn't cultivate in myself. I didn't have to force myself to do this. Oh, you have to feel strong. No. A revelation of God's word came. And I knew that this word is like a hammer that can impact right now and the devil will be crushed. The Holy Spirit came not to stir up our emotions but to give us revelation who we are in Christ. In Christ we're protected. In Christ the weak shall say that they're strong. In Christ the poor shall say that they're rich. In Christ the sick shall say that they're healed. Because in Christ this revelation is the one that the Holy Spirit gives us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we stand up right now? Beloved, I don't want us to go to the extremes. When we're talking about faith, some people think it means that I have to disregard all my emotions. No, that's not right. They're present in our lives. That's why we cry when the Holy Spirit touches us. That's why we rejoice when we experience the revelations. When things still, still look like we're defeated, but the revelation comes that I'm more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. And joy comes. Some look around and say, how are you happy? Everything's so bleak around you but you have revelation you know emotions do not rule us but we rule our emotions yes we rejoice we laugh we also cry but that doesn't guide us this is our reaction to God's touch but the basis is the revelation of God's word who Jesus is in our life Jesus said when he comes he will not speak of himself but he will take of what is mine and give to you everything I've told you he will remind you dear people the Holy Spirit is here and his goal is to continue to reveal Jesus Jesus is Lord Masons do not rule this world Satan worshippers that have certain political positions do not rule the world Christians say today oh we live in such a time that liberals are taking power beloved where did you see in the scriptures that we are going to have everything good in this world we're going to have difficulties in this world but know this that the conqueror of this world is not this system but our Lord Jesus he's the conqueror he broke the devil he gave us this revelation he said do not be afraid but be strong I have overcome he says now everyone who believes in me will also conquer this world he who believes faith is revelation revelation is the work of the Holy Spirit he makes this word alive and it becomes a revelation Revelation. It's not just to understand. Some say, I need a revelation because I'm going to the store and I don't know the decision to make. The Holy Spirit's not giving you revelation of what things to buy. God gave you a mind of how to figure that out. 
But he gave you the Holy Spirit with one goal in mind. First, have a revelation of knowing Christ and the power of his resurrection, of his kingdom spreading, of thousands of people and hundreds of thousands to come into God's kingdom thanks to this revelation that you are a witness of Jesus Christ. That's what the Holy Spirit does in our life. Can we close our eyes? Can we lift up our hands? He's here right now. He knows what you're going through. He knows your problems. He's not in opposition today. God is on our side today. If God is for us, who can be against us? Today the Holy Spirit reveals Jesus to us for us to have boldness to grow and to go forward. Hallelujah. For us to have a living faith for us to have a living foundation for us to be living Christians living for God. Holy Spirit, touch our hearts and bring us to life. Bring us to life what has passed away. Some have lost a calling. Somebody died in the revelation. They once had life, but now death resides there. Touch these hearts today. What took place when Jesus was raised from the dead is the power of this resurrection. It is your presence. You've raised him. And today you give life. Touch those. Touch the things in our life that have frozen in our life, that no longer work, that have stopped for different reasons. Touch those areas where we've ended up in disappointment, where different thoughts they burden us, where doubt starts to creep in, where we start to live by logic more than by faith revive your word revive this word to become a reality touch these hearts and areas in our life bring this to life Holy Spirit you've come to bring this to life and we're thankful to you for your presence you've come with this goal to praise Jesus through our lives through this revelation we thank you dear people there's somebody here and you're experiencing the fact that in the last days there's been great attacks all over your faith you're not doubting God but there are doubts creeping in am I truly saved? nobody can convince you in salvation if you do not have revelation of the Holy Spirit no one can convince you that you are born from above if this is not a revelation from the Holy Spirit he gives you this revelation I do not doubt that because the Holy Spirit revealed that to me of what Jesus has accomplished for me and I'm born from above but somebody is here today and maybe you're doubting maybe the past started to float up in your life and the devil is using this today and he's saying that if you were free the past wouldn't be haunting you dear people while we live in our feelings when people live in their feelings they say oh I feel that God has forgiven me I feel 
that I'm not forgiven yet. You can feel forgiveness or you cannot feel forgiveness. But that's not the right reaction. The right reaction is the word that says that I'm forgiven. That the old has passed away. Behold, all things are new. Why is this word have power because the Holy Spirit brought it to life and I don't care what's in my past God's word that brought life says the old has passed away it says that God has taken my sin and he's thrown it behind his back everything's done with the past and no matter how the devil demonstrates my past tell the devil he's a liar you have no more past all you have is you're a new creation in Christ Jesus you have this new revelation because the Holy Spirit has come into your life stand on that you're going to live in victory through this you don't need to live with the things that the devil lifts up some people say maybe there's a reason of my problems today maybe it's because something was wrong in my childhood stop believing that lie the old has passed away behold all things are made new everything that began in the spirit stand on that that's the reality stop digging in your past live by God rejoice and enjoy it enjoy what he's given you that's a revelation that the Holy Spirit gives you and then you will not walk around in a locked circle I'm I repenting then I sin I repent no the Holy Spirit gave birth to us for a new life this is a life in Christ this is a life in victory this is a life in his revelation the knowledge of Jesus this is a new horizon in our life that doesn't deal with the past but deals with heaven with God's kingdom we live in this the old has passed away behold all things are new you're a new creation in Christ Jesus hallelujah stretch your arms out right now to God start to thank him for everything that he's done for you for everything that he's accomplished don't look at what the devil's demonstrating before you but believe in what his word says whom the Holy Spirit brings to life and makes them a reality for you hallelujah all glory to you Jesus
and we receive it our life becomes different we cannot just be careless about things many years ago we came to America I remember I asked myself the question why did we come here and I decided that there are so many opportunities in this country you can earn money you can start business and in this direction I had so much uh, vision from the very first day of me coming to this country I went to work I didn't care the type of work it was. I didn't even care how much they would pay. I just wanted to learn. As I remember, this was a company in Vancouver. It was called Columbia Concrete Construction. We would pour concrete, uh, sidewalks, foundations. I went through many things in construction I worked as a painter I worked in remodeling businesses and I did a lot of things and I thought that one day I'm going to break through I'm going to have resources I'm going to provide for my family but one moment at one of the services in Seattle there was nothing I could expect I was a stable Christian I attended a church regularly and at that service the Holy Spirit touched me I remember we're standing this was an American church there were more than 3,000 people there and we came out to the platform I came out with my wife my friend stood next to me and I saw people falling for me it was amazing I thought what is that some were saying this is the power of God coming over people I remember I put one foot forward a little bit another one back I thought if anything we're Russians we're not going to fall but when the minister came forward and came close he was praying for people I started to think what do I want I started to ask Holy Spirit I've been a Christian for so long but I feel an emptiness bring me to life he came and laid his hands on us I didn't even have time to react I open up my eyes and I'm falling slowly with my wife we fell to the ground it was a concrete floor and we're laying there I tried getting up really fast but suddenly I started seeing my own life flash before my eyes I saw the moments when God touched me in my life how much I promised him I saw fragments of my life where the Holy Spirit put certain things to certain things in my life for me to pray about certain things and I could spend some time with God but I would do other things in those times I would say oh I have enough time for that I just need to do this today I need to spend some time with friends suddenly I came to realize that so often I ignore the Holy Spirit that's why I'm empty I realized that I was just a nominal Christian outwardly everything looked good I, pay, I sang songs I attended a church regularly I gave my tithes regularly but God's touch of the Holy Spirit revealed the essence of my life and I saw that I'm empty I remember crying and repenting 
мы поднялись и когда уже возвращались он говорит, я вижу, he said, I see как тучи сгущаются над ним. How the clouds are getting thicker around him. Но Господь открыл, But God revealed что это тучи от меня, that these are my clouds, чтобы перевернуть тебя, to transform you, и вытрясить из тебя все, and to shake out everything out of you, что мешает Богу. That's in the way of God. Он испытает твое сердце. He's going to test your heart чтобы потом ты начал слышать голос узников которые кричат в темнице кричат о помощи я до конца не понимал что это у меня были свои планы на жизнь в Америке но вы знаете с этого момента я уже не мог быть равнодушным что-то произошло внутри Господь начал работать и прошло And over two years passed when I clearly started to understand that there are so many prisoners around me and they're crying out today and they need a place to come into God's kingdom. In 1993 we started a church. I never thought that I would be in this ministry. Today I see that his work is not finished. We're not retiring. Today I'm passing on the things that God put in me to the next generation that has the English language. This is their primary language. Today they can influence the surrounding people. Today they can save people that have lost hope and they can share Jesus with them. They will stand before kings and authorities and they will say that Jesus is Lord. This is a special time for the church. The Holy Spirit is not done with His work. He continues. And I want to say, in this church, His work is not stopped. And I don't want us to stop on what we've achieved. I want us to proclaim that the things we've reached are just a foundation to greater things ahead. Greater things ahead. What we have today is just the beginning to go further in the knowledge of God to do His work on this earth. That's why the Holy Spirit has come. Hallelujah. I want you to thank God for your calling for the Holy Spirit. Maybe you feel that nobody's noticing you. People are walking by you, the leaders of the church. They're not noticing you. What can they draw you into? I want to tell you, the Holy Spirit has noticed you a long time ago. And you're in a special place for Him. And He has good calling for you to use you for the glory of the Almighty God. Can we lift up our hands? Thank God for the Holy Spirit for Him baptizing you for what you have. Hallelujah. All glory to you, Jesus.